Mixed Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2021 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Welcome into the show, Big Country. I don't know why for our YouTube watchers, viewers, why do I sway when I read the ad reads? I don't know. Is, is it that brought ADD? to your attention? Is it, yeah, is it the yeah. attention deficit? You've I don't know what it, it is. But I've I, noticed it. I just never call it. I always notice it too. I never mention it, but I definitely do. I just, I'm constantly moving. I've well, it's when you're reading, you want to make sure you're in a comfortable spot. You just want to make sure back you're. And, you're and in also your best with the ad read, every time I see the word Yellowstone, I think of the series. Yo. Every time. I'm just like a child at a McDonald's. Kevin Costner. <laughs> yep. I want to see if this chair can go 360, but I would strangle myself with this cord. <laughs> anyway, we have a great show lined out for you today. And big news, big country announced an announcement. Yes, sir. Uh, on Friday, uh, I think we can't go ahead and announce it for real this time. We will be partnering with a great app called Call In, where you can get our podcast right here exclusively. Uh, one of the great things we were doing on radio, it was so cool to interact with our listeners. And be like, oh, you're listening to the show. Send us a DM. Ask us a question. Uh, we had our great guy, Brooks Gwynn. We used to refer to him to the stats and research department <laughs> because we would be talking about something on radio. And then he would hit us with, oh, here's the stat you're looking for. Yep. It was fantastic. It was clutch. And honestly. we lost that when we <laughs> went to a podcast format. But the great thing about being on a podcast format, I can say whatever the fuck I want to. Ooh. I don't have to worry about the FCC coming at Bunch me. Fuck bitch. What's up? Uh, right? So we have decided to partner with Colin, which is going to be fantastic because it's going to be a way for us to stream this podcast live. Interact with our listeners. You guys can send in questions. You can even join in on the discussion uh if we allow it we'll see depending on who you are <laughs> like you might we might have to start like a what is it like the local bar we go to like we a wall of dicks like a, a we vetting might, process yeah we'll say like, oh, okay <laughs> we'll we'll see about letting this person speak freely but it is it's a really cool app i'm i'm very excited yep. about it uh, you can download it today it's call in c-a-l-l-i-n all one word call in the app uh, we'll push that later on our social medias too but it'll be really cool usually big country and i we sit down at about 10 a.m to record this podcast we'll still probably do it around the same time i guess that's something that we have to figure out a little more on uh but it will be it'll be live streaming mm -hmm. of a podcast version and you'll still get the show um wherever you listen to podcasts it's just going to come out a little bit later for you yep. uh, and we'll still be on the youtube as well, but I recommend for you, uh, maybe if you haven't already, download the call in app and follow us. It's mic'd up, we're the show on there, and we'll start pushing out our content that way. But very excited to be partnering with call in, yep. And we each have our own profiles as well, so be sure to follow that. Uh, it's kind of nice to be able to hop on an app and get the username Big Country before any other big country out there gets yep. it, which ends up being some small, skinny kid that lives in the middle of nowhere of Iowa. It's like, you're not big country, bub. <laughs> You're average size, slightly yeah. below average. You're just size country. country. Yeah, I was able to get the mellow at as well. It was pretty exciting. I yeah. know I have it on Twitter, but um, how does that feel to have that at? Because like that's, 
A lot of people like it. I'll tell you. Yeah. That puppy's for sale every day. <laughs> I, I have well, so you've many had people. Some people come in, try to buy it. It's just not the right price. Don't throw $150 my way and expect <laughs> me to give up an app that is pretty popular. If I were you, I would like it. I would never sell it. Because if you do sell it, what are you going to be? Uh, I don't care. It is very much for sale. <laughs> very much for sale. I will come up with something different. I don't care. It is not that important to me, but I am also, I feel like I'm sitting on something with a little bit of value. So I'm going to keep it. I'm going to yeah. hold on to it. Uh, I'm really waiting for that marshmallow guy to just be like, hey, I want this at. Yeah. And I'll be like, all right, cool. $50,000. Uh, I saw Brittany, Patrick Mahomes' fiance, say this last night, so I don't want to act like it's my own content. But she brought up a great point of like, what that guy has done is absolutely genius. He has built a brand with a mask. So when he goes and does events, he wears that like marshmallow head type deal. Everyone oh, yeah. knows it's him. Mm-hmm. When he takes that off, Nobody he just knows. goes and be as a normal person. Yeah. So he's like getting the life of a celebrity when he has that on. He takes it off. Good. Yeah. I it's mean, like, like Superman. Back in the day, guys like Kiss. Yeah. Like yeah. they had that face paint. And like maybe you could tell who they were. But like Gene Simmons could probably just walk through a crowd in normal attire. Yeah. Now, if you tried <laughs> to eat ice cream cone, it would be like, well, actually, <laughs> that's that kind of weird. Be like, oh, yeah. yeah, this is super embarrassing. That's my cousin. <laughs> we both have the weird tongue <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, it is. It is pretty genius, though. Um, when you're on like that level yeah. of fame, does you be like, all right, I'm going to take my helmet off now, and no one knows. Who I'm I normal. <laughs> it is. It is pretty genius. And we did get to see a really good football game last night. Um, I think that both of us were a little bit cautious over how to feel about the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Las Vegas Raiders. One thing I will say uh, positively about the Raiders, every time I see that stadium, I think it's cooler and cooler. Yeah. Had a lot of friends at the game this weekend. They were sending videos, taking pictures. I saw them on social media. It looks amazing. Um, Sorry about your football team on the field, though. Didn't look as amazing as the football stadium. I, I mean, going off at that point, like it's hard to look at that stadium and not go, It'd be cool if Kansas City had something like this. It is rough. I mean, just just everything was black and silver in that place, and it looks so awesome. Yeah. Even to the water bottles, where it's like our logos are on the water bottles, are on the seats everywhere. There's towels, the club area down there. Like you look at Travis Kelsey's. There's girlfriend. air conditioning. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you look at her uh, Instagram story, and she's on a suite, like uh, like one of those DJ suites, like right there next to the field. And it's just prime. Like, do you follow view. her on Instagram? Boy, do I. Boy, he has hit it out of the park. Yeah. Travis Kelsey is killing it on and off the field. Uh-huh. It's the player of the day today brought to you by Monroe. Uh, play I love play. <laughs> I love social media for so many different reasons. One of the things that I love is that you can be scrolling through Instagram and be like, well, that's weird. I don't follow this person. And then it will come up at the top, like especially on Twitter. It'll be like, big yeah. country liked this tweet or this post Wait, it doesn't do that on instagram does it yeah it does no it doesn't oh maybe it's not people i think i don't follow but okay. it's definitely like big country like this photo big yeah. country like big booty <laughs> <laughs> that's what big country like because i see it on instagram daily uh, i don't do it on no come on there's like <laughs> i see it blushing. i follow i follow the same accounts but it's like i see who of my friends uh, or my followers you're not the only one before i follow <laughs> an account like that and there's really not a lot of them because then it's just like oh, i'm better than this so i'll unfollow uh-huh but there's times where it's like I'll see who's following it ahead of time. Like, oh, if this guy's following, I'm definitely gonna follow it. Really? <laughs> yeah, well, for sure. 
Because I don't want someone to come across a page and be like, oh, your friend Big Country also follows this account, and I'm the only one listed there. It's like, that's going to well, be Well, I mean, oof. I bet it's going to happen for some people. It's Probably. like, oh, my God, he's the only one that follows But I definitely account. don't do, – I'll see stuff like that on Twitter from other people liking it, and it's like, dude, I see that you're liking this. I also saw you just bragging about your wife and kids yesterday. Uh-huh. <laughs> Stop liking these photos. Do you remember when Instagram had that feature and you could go look at what um, yes. people you were following were liking? I didn't like anything on Instagram for years because of that. Yeah. And then they got rid of it. And it was like, oh, okay, I'm back. But now it still shows. Like, How long ago did they get rid of that? Uh, a while ago. Okay. I feel like years ago. Okay. Probably like two years ago or something. Like, but I spent a lot of time on there snooping. Yeah. Like when I was in a relationship, I didn't do that because I didn't want to run that risk of like, why are you doing this? Like, uh-huh. Well, I don't know. Nicer. (laughs) (laughs) I bet she treats her boyfriend well. (laughs) That's why I'm liking her post. There's a little bit of fucking respect right here. (laughs) (laughs) And a little bit of respect to the Kansas City Chiefs, too. Uh, A lot of people are putting out um, quotes, and I'm a little bit afraid of this because of other teams that I follow. A lot of people are asking the question are the Chiefs back? Yep. So, uh, can we just stop with that question? Before every Chiefs game, I've taken it to Twitter, but I've been doing it on Facebook the last couple of years where I just kind of do like a, a preview of the game. Of gr- no, oh, yeah. Different thing. Not on Facebook. There's none of that on Facebook. Game Plus, game? my grandma would see <laughs> yeah. it. Be like, what is this, Austin? Like, nothing, grandma. Just mind your business. Jeez. Nosy. The, also, the close friend feature on Instagram. I like that a lot. I get to choose who sees my stories <laughs> yeah. on the gram. I like that a lot. And then you get people that are like, thank you for allowing me to be a close friend. It's like, hey, bub, it's more than one person that's not on here. <laughs> it's more of who's excluded from it than <laughs> yeah. who is on the list. But uh, whatever whatever helps you through your day. <laughs> yeah. And so back to what I was saying, on Facebook, I kind of do like a preview of the game, do, and then like a score prediction. And on it to the Sunday, I was like, I have a feeling this game, the offense is going to be clicking and get going, and we're all going to be going. The Chiefs are back this whole next week. It's awesome to be correct about that, but you're also right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, they play Dallas next week, and that's going to be mm-hmm. a tough game. But staying with here with the Raiders, it was nice to see Patrick Mahomes kind of come into his own on when to take the deep shots and when to just dump the ball off and get the first down. I yeah. felt like we saw a lot it felt of that like a, last night. A complete game, you, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, we were talking about last week. I mentioned the word the yips a little bit to where it looked like he had some deep throws, but. Uh, he was kind of second-guessing himself, or the timing was off, and it didn't seem that way last night for the Kansas City Chiefs. And in a rare, like, I, I guess it's not rare, but we haven't seen it this year for a while, the Kansas City Chiefs are in first place of the AFC West. And that division is just sitting there really wide open still. I mean, As with the Raiders. the AFC, honestly. Yeah, I, there are a couple in the AFC where it's like, oh, okay, you're definitely leading this division. Um the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. They're they're eight and two. They look oh, I was talking good. about like maybe the first seed in the whole AFC. Oh like, yeah, I don't feel I mean, like the team in the AFC has like solidified themselves as we're the best in this right. division. And even conference. looking at every division, I mean the AFC West, the Chargers and the Chiefs are separated by half of a game uh, because of bye weeks. The Titans are up on the AFC South, but not by very much. The the Colts are right there at five and five, so maybe they could fight into it. The AFC North is wide open still. I know the Browns are struggling. Uh, the Ravens are even struggling a little bit with the loss to the Dolphins. But then you have the Bengals and the Steelers. Like, who knows who will win that one? Yeah. I feel pretty confident that the Bills will win the AFC East. But the Patriots are right there. 
Boy, are uh, they. So that one will be scary. And then in the NFC, it's like, okay, we know who's good. The Cowboys <laughs> going to win the NFC East. The Packers going to win the a- NFC North. The Buccaneers probably going to win the NFC South, but they're sitting right there. Saints only a game back. And then in the AFC West, you have the Cardinals who are 8-2 and two, coming off of a loss. And you have the Los Angeles Rams who play tonight against the San Francisco 49ers. That will be an exciting little Monday night matchup. Uh, We did get a lot of news over the weekend. Obviously, Odell Beckham signs there. But also, on Friday, Robert Woods tears his ACL uh, in a move that actually happened after they signed Odell Beckham. But um, great timing there for for the Rams. Is Odell a freaking time traveler or what? Yeah. I mean, everyone was like, he wants targets. He's not going to get it here. Well, then there goes Bobby Trees, which is also hurting my fantasy team now. But we're not going to talk about that because we're better than that. I hope this is a quick recovery. I hope the surgery goes smoothly, and he comes back next year better than ever. Yeah, uh, the ACL is going to be tough, though. But Did they say if it was like a non-contact injury in practice? I mean, it had you to know, be I didn't it was see Friday. It. Yeah, it was, it was Friday afternoon, so I didn't see. I didn't look at it. Um, but I I don't know. With an ACL, it definitely could be. Yeah. But with tonight's game, the Rams, the 49ers, I don't know how much we'll see of Odo Beckham. I don't know if we'll see any mm-hmm. of him to start this game. But I, either way, I still very feel very confident in the Rams. Uh, that's a team that I really like in the NFC. The 49ers are a team that I've talked about all year. I have I felt like they've been pretty overrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's crazy is you're even starting to see that fan base start to question the GM, which I think has been something that a lot of people have done over the last couple of years. But now they're starting to question the head coach. That's another guy that I've questioned for a long time. And uh, maybe it was on the podcast. Maybe it was when we were on radio even have said before, like, if his name were Kyle Smith, would he be this anointed, like, oh, my God, he's so great? Yeah. Or, you know, as part of it, that Shanahan last name that helped open doors for him and keep him in the league for a long time. And he's he's done a very good job. But I think you can also start to look at that roster and say, hey, this is actually not a very good roster. It's almost like a Belichick thing where the head yeah. coach saves the GM. And I think Kyle Shanahan is also helping make a lot of those decisions. And we'll, we'll see how it uh, progresses. You know, you got a guy like Trey Lance in there who's not playing very much at all. And so maybe getting him some more reps. I, I really – I thought he would be starting by this point in the season. Oh, I feel like a lot of us did too. And I, I think all the blame there has to go on Kyle Shanahan on. You've played like little mind games with everybody on is he playing this year, is he not, is Jimmy Garoppolo, da-da-da-da-da. Like you should have just set the tone of, okay, it's Jimmy. We're not doing anything with Trey. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's like you did say that at the start – and then you kind of just backpedaled a little bit away from that and then went full force into Jimmy. Jimmy gets hurt. You put in Trey. At that point, if Jimmy goes down with an injury, it's like, well, it's <laughs> actually why we took a quarterback in the draft and traded up to get one because our current starter, Jimmy Garoppolo, can't stay healthy. And right. now you're in this whole mess of what's everyone else on the team like? You're dealing with injuries as well. Just freaking just say it's Trey Lance and move forward. And then we can do Justin Fields in Chicago. You watch him progress and get better each week. And it's like, okay, hey, they have something here. You have not done that in San Francisco with Trey Lance. You've confused the hell out of him, or at least the media about him, maybe not him directly. And now you have this big matchup against the Rams on a Monday night. In years past, I feel like it's kind of favored the 49ers because they come in as the underdogs, and they do just enough to get by with the victory or keep it close, and they worry the other team in the NFC West. I don't know about tonight, though. With the Rams, they're only favored by three and a half. They're playing in San Francisco or Santa Clara, excuse me, which is not San Francisco. You're but welcome. it is Northern California. 
Yes, it is. <laughs> that's still like I get L.A. and San Francisco flipped. I think they're like opposites for some reason. Right. So even when you just said it right there, I was like, ah, you're lying. I was like, wait, no, he's correct. Yeah. Look at the map. <laughs> that is a true. Don't make statement. me get my phone back out and look, dude. I'm right. zoom, zooming in on west. California <laughs> and figuring out what's going on. Now, maybe they will figure out what's going on in San Francisco. I would say. Uh, from an unbiased perspective, if they lose tonight, which I feel like they probably will, I would turn it to uh, Trey Lance and give him his opportunity there. They're sitting at three and five right now. So if you go to three and six, yeah, you could probably make the playoffs. But man, like, make, like get your guy ready for next season. Yeah. Because after they lose to the Rams, which I'm predicting, <laughs> then you have the Jaguars. Like, okay, let's give Trey Lance the whole week to prepare for the Jaguars get him comfortable, get him confident, and then start rolling with him then. I That's what I would do, and maybe that's what Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers will do as well. But we had other quarterbacks returning to play also, um, and that was one Cam Newton. Yeah, uh, Cam Newton re-signs with the Panthers. We were talking about it on Friday, didn't expect him to play, and then news kind of came out that they might have like a couple packages, like, uh, a couple plays drawn up for him to where he could play. And I am not Cam Newton's biggest supporter. I think he's probably pretty bad at football. But he did score two touchdowns this Sunday. Mm-hmm. So you got to say hats off to him. And even though I'm not his biggest supporter and I don't think he's good at football, it was really cool to see him go back to the Panthers, come out, and in his first game, score two touchdowns. And, and it sounds like he's going to be the starter next week. We were kind of talking about how you know, P.J. Walker had you had one opportunity and he still, you know, Cam Newton outshines him with the two touchdowns yeah. and very limited play. And screaming the I'm back into the camera, like, that's iconic. That's going to live on forever with any Cam Newton fan the rest of his life, his story with Carolina and the Panthers. And then they get a huge victory over the Cardinals. Granted, yeah. Kyler Murray is not playing. Right. Uh, I took a nap on Sunday when I was awake. Before I took the nap, uh, Kyler Murray, there was no news on it yet. Take the nap and wake up. He's been ruled out. There goes my fantasy team. I lost a fantasy game this week because of that. So that's really tough. That's what I've been dealing with lately. Um, But back to Carolina, like props to them, though. That's a big win. You're going to look back on that and go, hey, it was, you know, against a beat up Cardinals team, but we'll still take the victory. You're five and five. It kind of keeps you in the race for this division, or at least maybe into a wild card somewhere in the playoffs if you can find a way to keep winning games because the Saints. It's going to be hard for them to do that with their, trying to figure out their quarterback situation. So Carolina still does have a chance. Next week, though, they play Washington. Yeah. And Rivera was asked, like, hey, do you have a set of, like, defensive plays that you can use against Cam? And he was like, absolutely. <laughs> so that you love to hear. Florio mentioned that, that last night on halftime during the Chiefs game. Uh, it, you know, your guy Christian McCaffrey comes back, has a very good Thank God. game, too. Yeah. Uh, almost gets 100 yards rushing, but had 10 catches out of the backfield. So maybe getting him back to form, getting Cam Newton back in this offense, maybe the Carolina Panthers can make a push for like that wild card spot. But uh, two teams that you did just mention, Washington will play Carolina next week. They just looked good against Tampa Bay. So I don't know what to do with that information. Taylor Heineke is better than Tom Brady. Is that That's what people are saying. That's, yeah. Not me. <laughs> you didn't hear it here. You did not hear it here first. <laughs> That's not my take. Yeah. I would never say that. Other but, people were saying that. Uh, I was really surprised to see this game go the way that it did. And even watching, uh, not watching it, but like keeping an eye on it and seeing like, okay, when's it going to happen? Like, when is Brady going to lead this team back? When, when's when's the comeback start? Yeah. And it didn't. Uh, Washington wins this game 29-19. to 19. 
And, you know, Tom Brady picked off two times. Uh, the running game really couldn't get going. So I, I think things look good for Washington. They're still sitting there at three and six. I don't know if I'm ready to say, like, oh, yeah, they're good, or that Tyler Heineke is the next uh, Tom Brady. I said Taylor again. Damn it, it. No, it is Taylor. Did I just say Tyler? Yeah. Change your freaking name, dude. Just Why do we even say his first just name? Just T. Heineke. Yeah. There are no other Heineke's. <laughs> Heineke looked pretty good. Um, completion yeah, okay. percentage-wise, yards-wise, throws one touchdown. Uh, Antonio Gibson, two rushing touchdowns. But the bad news is you might have lost Chase Young to an ACL injury. And that's what I think a lot of people are monitoring today to see. Um, is it a sprain? Is it a tear? Uh, I don't remember. There are not too many occasions, at least, when you see a guy go down with a, a knee injury and they start looking at that ACL, 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 that uh, <laughs> it ever turns out good. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, when do they ever take a guy and they're like, yeah, we'll do MRIs. And they're like, oh, shit. Actually, it's fine. He's playing next week. Yeah. No, Just awkward play. <laughs> right? It's almost always, yeah, he's done for the year. Yeah. It, it's just confirming. That's what MRIs do. That's what I've learned through some knee injuries as well. If you're getting an MRI, they're just like, all right, where do we need to cut you open? Is it an ACL? Is it an MCL? What's really going on in there? So it, it sucks for uh, Chase Young. It may have torn his ACL. But it will be interesting to see next week Ron Rivera against the Cam Newton-led yeah. Carolina Panthers. It, I guess both teams kind of in the fight there. Somebody's got to make the wild card in the <laughs> NFC. Maybe the Carolina Panthers, they're 5-5. Five and five. Uh, Maybe they can get into it. Uh, Washington sitting there at 3-6 and six after a win. And the, the weird thing about that with Tampa good. is that they were both on a bye. Like Tampa was on a bye and Washington were both on a bye coming into this week. Mm-hmm. And Washington looks so much more prepared than the Buccaneers. Like yeah. that's surprising to me. I really like Bruce Arians. I, I think he gets he gets a lot of credit where it's easy to win with good quarterbacks. Yeah. I I'll, had that conversation that. again this Saturday. <laughs> it was like with Bruce Arians, do you think he's like one of those great coaches? And my answer again was no. Like you can't I can't give this guy all the credit in the world for coaching good quarterbacks or quarterbacks that were already good. Mm-hmm. Were you able to kind of help get the best out of them? Sure. But Carson Palmer Peyton Manning, Big Ben, now Tom Brady. Like it's just hard to look at him and go, "This is all because of Bruce Arians." Or yeah. was it Andrew Luck instead of Peyton Manning? Uh, it was both, I think. Okay, so yeah. No, it was, it was Andrew Luck for sure. I don't know about Peyton Manning. Yeah, uh, but Ben Roethlisberger, like mm-hmm. you said, there's been a lot of them. And Arians does get a lot of credit for being like a quarterback guru. Uh, I don't know. It just it feels like we throw around that term too much. Mm-hmm. And I would like to know who is an actual quarterback guru, instead of going. I just coach really good quarterbacks. Right. And it's and hard I, to tell. And I help them just put your foot here instead of here. Yeah. And you can throw farther. I have to start looking at Josh McDaniels as one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because, you know, even Mac Jones played very well this weekend uh, against the Browns. So He I, looks he, like he, he has one? just settled into who Mac Jones was at Alabama. Yeah. We're just now seeing that in the NFL where it's just I'm comfortable. Like, I'm not, like, I don't have, I'm not scared in the pocket or anything. I'm just sitting here. And then, who's it? Dan Orlowski did a great breakdown of a touchdown that he threw against Cleveland where you take the snap, you immediately, as you catch the snap, you look left, you get the linebacker to fall over, and then you immediately whip back and you hit your touch, you hit your guy for a touchdown. And it was like, damn. He made that look so smooth and so quick, and he's 10 games into his NFL career. Yeah. As a rookie. Like, he didn't – this isn't no Patrick Mahomes treatment where you got a year to wait and see Alex Mm -hmm. Smith do things. Yeah, he's played 10 games. Tom Brady or Cam. It was 
bam, you're the starter, let's go. And, you know, with him, a lot of it was, you know, he's one of the most pro-ready mm-hmm. prospects in the draft last year. And a lot of it is probably situation as well, which I do think you probably have to look at every time. Because, I mean, if he were a New York Jet, would he be having this success? I yeah. don't know. Uh, maybe. Maybe not. But, I mean, I've even you know had discussions about Patrick Mahomes before. Like, if he were drafted by the Cleveland Browns, is he having this early success in his career? Like, probably, but it maybe wouldn't look the same. Uh, I don't remember. I know we were having this conversation in Mobile with a group of people, and somebody made the comparison of, like, if Patrick Mahomes were drafted by the Cleveland Browns, he'd probably look a lot more like Matt Stafford did with the Lions. Yes. And I, I thought that was such a just spot-on take that it stuck with me ever since. But it does. It seems like with Mac Jones, they're looking at it. They knew what he was really good at at Alabama, and now they're getting the most out of it. Um, in New England, where yeah. you know uh, he's probably going to win Rookie of the Year, and I, I remember doing our preseason stuff when I was like, "Yeah, I, I think he will." It's I don't know who else is competing. Like Jamar Chase is yeah. going to be up there, but he's also a receiver, so I wonder how much the quarterback versus receiver battle gets mentioned. It's just, I don't I don't know. Yeah, and there's no way an offensive lineman's going to win it because everyone's going to be like, "Oh, Creed Humphrey's been playing great. Look at the PFF ratings." That is yeah. cool. He's a freaking center. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that he has a chance. I, I think if any offensive line were going to win it, it would have to be a, a tackle. Yeah. You know, like what Rashawn Slater's doing with the Chargers, mm-hmm. but they're even struggling a little bit too. Yeah, and now it's turned into we don't know who the Chargers are. I mean, Minnesota picking up that win, it's like, pff, well, this is tough. And back to Mac Jones real quick with the Patriots. It's not like he's doing this with superstars either. I mean, they right. have like a third-string running back in Stevenson mm-hmm. who steps in and has played well. Um, and he did play well yesterday. I picked him up late on my fantasy team. Solid 25 points. Take my credit where I can get it because I did it's a lot of fist bumps in there. Yes, sir. I'm excited. <laughs> but it's just it's one of those deals with Mac Jones where he's able to just – it kind of seems like Tom Brady was like, it doesn't matter who's out there. I'm going to put the ball where it needs to be. We're going to get down the field. We're yeah. going to score and win. We're not doing I'm anything not calling him Tom aggressive. Brady. <laughs> it just seems like the same type of model of this is how we're going to succeed. Yeah, it's like they brought that offense back with Mac yeah. Jones. And let's stick with this Patriots game, but let's take it to the other side and look at the Cleveland Browns, who absolutely got their ass kicked this weekend. (laughs) But first, let's mention our great sponsors at Miners and Monroe. Go visit them online at minersandmonroe.com. Use code MikedUp10. Save yourself 10% off. I know that as the seasons change and we get later into fall, uh, they're updating their um, – I can't think of the word. Supply is not it. Inventory. They're updating their inventory uh, all the time. Are you talking like their styles? Just what they have, yeah. Like the clothing styles, their Uh brands, Mm -hmm. updating their looks. Yeah, not their supplies. Well, actually, supplies works because they have so much more stuff than (laughs) just clothing. So supplies works too. What's the name of those things? Uh, Apothecary goods. There it is, apothecary goods. I actually Uh, came across that recording. We're not idiots. Sometimes we just have inside jokes. Also, we're idiots, too, though. I I came across that recording of me because that's where that came from. I'll tell them the inside joke. (laughs) Apothecary goods. I didn't know how to say that word. I said apothecary. Uh, anything uh, but apothecary, uh, but not apothecary. <laughs> that was my favorite one, <laughs> apothecary. And I'm trying to cut a commercial for radio, and I swear to God, I had like 70 recordings. Uh, yeah. And I found them a couple weeks ago trying to get all this figured out, and I was just like, dude, you idiot. How could you just not simply say apothecary? Or Google it and be like, how do you say this word? God, that just, that would have been I do. too or good like of an idea. Players? Uh, I don't remember who it was last week. It was like, oh man, I got to find out how to say this dude's name. And I... 
research for like five minutes, found out how to say his name. And then we didn't even say it on the podcast. We didn't even <laughs> talk about him. And it was just five wasted minutes. Um, but take five minutes of your time. Head to minersinmonroe.com. Use code MikeUp10. Save yourself 10% off. Yep. And then find an extra five minutes so you can go to gunspot.com and visit them for all your gun and ammo needs. Any accessories you want to add to your gun. Also, it's not a matter if, it's a matter of when. Make sure you're in a position to protect yourself and your family. Be sure to do that with Gunspot.com. I don't know why that cracks me up so much every time. It does. <laughs> it does, though. But it's, it's the truth, man. Everyone's like, oh, it's not going to happen to me. It can. It is deer hunting season, too. That as well. Opened up on Saturday. I saw so many pictures of people from hunting. So many dead deer. <sighs> I'm I was so excited. And somebody even asked me um, at my daughter's game on Saturday morning, and it made me feel so cool. They're like, you going to go out and get yourself a deer this year? I was like, ah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Got a busy day. There's no fucking chance I get a deer this year. I don't have tags. I don't have a gun to hunt with. Uh, so I need to maybe go to gun spot, find myself a gun to yep. hunt with. Like, I have a, and you could probably get it on their no-reserved auctions. I have a sawed-off 12-gauge. <laughs> I'm Don't not, mention that first part. You just yeah, have a 12 gauge. God damn it. <laughs> I'm not hunting with oh, that. Oh, not good. <laughs> come at me. Come try to take it. No. Try, come try to take it. Don't really. Um, it doesn't. It barely shoots anyway. I'm. Why are you telling people this? It's your only form of protection, dog. TMI. TMI. Besides the two guns you got sitting right there. Mm -hmm. mm. And the sexy cardigan from Miners and Monroe. Um, but we were talking about the Patriots a lot. I thought they looked very good this weekend. Uh, but on the other side of the ball, like I said, the Browns just, they're so inconsistent. I don't know what's going on with them. You know, there are times where at week one, they played very good against the Kansas City Chiefs. They did let the Chiefs come back and win. But even watching that game, I thought like, okay, here's something that could be special. And in the you know next couple weeks, they get wins against, this should be telling, the Texans, Bears, Vikings. They've just beat bad teams. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, with Baker Mayfield and the Patriots, I can understand losing to the Patriots. I can't understand losing to the Patriots 45 to 7. I mean, it looked pretty bad on Sunday. It was so bad that this was like uh, the CBS game in our region, or I think for most regions mm -hmm. even. And they were just like, you know what? We're going to stop showing this game. Yeah. That barely ever happens. I mean, I've been watching some games before and been like, hey, Come on, like let's switch over to the other game. This one's clearly over. Yeah. They finally did it on Sunday and gave us Titan Saints. But, I mean, it looked very bad and for Baker Mayfield. And it confused the hell out of me because it was just like yeah. I didn't change the channel. Uh -huh. How did this, like, it took me a good five minutes to kind of put together. I'm like, I'm, uh -huh. I'm fine. And on the like <laughs> little icon that tells you what you're watching, it still said Browns Patriots. Yes. That's something like, I wish YouTube would get figured out. You would think they would be able to. It's like, we yeah. don't have to reprogram everything. Let's just update our little graphic or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Change the time. Uh, but it was confusing, as was the Patriots' defense. They couldn't get anything uh, really going through the air. And the Patriots were scoring so quickly that the Browns couldn't rely on that running game as much as they usually do. Dearness Johnson still had a pretty damn good game. And 19 carries for 99 yards. But like I said, they were down big. So they really needed to throw the ball and it was not Baker Mayfield's best day. No, and I mean, I think that just goes to show, too, though, if you're Cleveland, if you don't have the running game, you can't rely on Baker. Right. I mean, this is what we were saying about Lamar Jackson last year and the year before. I'm like, hey, 
He's not going to be able to lead you back in games by throwing the football. Has he developed that trait and gotten better at it? Absolutely. That's why they've won so many games this year. And I've looked the way that they have and why Lamar Jackson is up there for MVP candidate again. Baker Mayfield does not. You just you can't rely on him to be just a straight passer, and that's the reason why you win football games. Yeah, I mean, when the defense knows what's coming, it's, yeah. it's not as difficult there. And with Baker, I think if that run game is there, yeah, you could win a Super Bowl with him. But do you want to pay him has been the question all along. And I saw earlier this morning and even a little bit yesterday, Mariota was trending on Twitter. So I was like, well, why? I watched that game. Like, what happened there? And a lot of people are calling for the Browns to get a quarterback like Marcus Mariota to let Baker Mayfield walk and then bring in, you know, that Ryan Tannehill-type contract where mm-hmm. you say, let's see what he can do. We're not going to pay you a lot of money, but let's see what you can do. Maybe that's the answer, you know, for a team like Cleveland. And I I think it, I might agree. Like, with yeah. Baker Mayfield, I know I'm not his biggest supporter either, um, but I I wouldn't pay him. Like I, what are you paying him? Thirty million dollars, probably. Yeah, that's way too much money. And I would, I would let him walk, and, and see what else is out there. What? Try to bring in a Marcus Mariota or a fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick if you have to. But yeah, I mean Fitzpatrick. I mean he's just getting older. He knows how many more seasons he has in him. And then you don't want to have to go through the process of mm-hmm. well, let's find another quarterback again when we had one yeah. in Baker that was okay <laughs> enough to keep going. You know, get you an Andy Dalton. Or <laughs> Seriously <laughs> though, something but with a Mariota. Do you want Mariota? Or do you want that Mariota type? Because that type right. is a Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Because right now you have Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. You have the Kirk Cousins type. I know yeah. that's not their quarterback. The, the Jimmy Garoppolo's. You don't want that. Probably don't want that. But I mean. It might be an upgrade over what you have in Cleveland. Yeah. And with the way that the draft is right now, they're probably not going to be in a position to take a quarterback. And this year, the quarterbacks suck anyway. Yeah. So, like, even if they do take a quarterback, they're picking late. Uh, I was trying to find uh, – they're picking at 16 as of right now. Mm-hmm. The draft order as of this morning, on Monday morning, they're picking at 16. That actually might be good enough to land you QB1 in this class or two. <laughs> And so maybe they do. Maybe they look at this quarterback class. I know a lot of people like myself uh, have been saying how much it sucks. Maybe there is that one guy, though. You know, all the experts were also very low on Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And said that he couldn't play quarterback in the NFL or that he wouldn't be successful in the NFL. Um, A lot of experts let guys like Justin Herbert fall in the draft. Uh, Tua was selected high. So there could be a quarterback in this class. You say Malik Willis just falls to Cleveland? I don't think he'll fall to Cleveland uh, that far because a lot of people are kind of high on him. But what about like some of my guys that I like? Carson Strong. Like a Carson Strong. If he like Sam Howell, your guy? No, not really. Okay. No, he might be good, uh, but he's he's not like my guy. But you know, with a Carson Strong type, the knock on him is like mobility, and then he plays for a small school. Maybe he comes in can run this offense well enough. You're paying him cheap on that rookie contract. So you can, you know, pay more money for guys like you just extended both your guards. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can bring in a receiver. Or, you know, maybe that's the way that you go if you're Cleveland. And sitting there at 5-5, five and five, they might lose a couple more games. Yeah. So who knows what's going to happen with their quarterback situation. And I, I hate to talk about somebody else's money or, like, not paying him because you want to see them get that. But I just don't know that that's it. If they do decide to keep Baker, what's, like, the maximum amount that you'll give them? <laughs> 20. 
What? Receiver money? You're yeah. getting top-end receiver money? I know, because that's just like... And like, how, lo- how long of a contract would you actually give him? I can't imagine him... I can't imagine signing him for more than two years. But I also can't imagine him taking a deal that's two years or less. Like, he's going to want three to five. I was going to say, would you give him a three-year, $30 million deal? No. $90 <laughs> million? That's I a wouldn't. cheap quarterback deal, though. Like, that's Kirk Cousins' deal. I know, but Granted, he's not a good fully guaranteed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now you're handcuffed to a guy that can't go out and win you football games. Yeah. So, like, he's he's middle-of-the-road quarterback. And the thing with Cleveland right now is none of those guys that are in there are the ones that drafted him. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they could be like, we have no connection here. Yeah. I mean, and you can find quarterbacks late. I mean, it happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but even Tom Brady was drafted in the sixth round. Was he really? Yeah. So He wasn't can, a first-round draft pick? No, not even a top ten? Really good quarterbacks. Late. Also, Andy Dalton, second-round pick. Yep. So, <laughs> Would you call him guy. really good? <laughs> Derek no. Carr, second-round pick. Marcus Mariota, drafted second overall. <laughs> yep. Uh, Russell Wilson, third yeah. round. And how about Rus- Russell Wilson? Uh, Freaking Jesus. In this game last night. I, it was really hard to watch this game for me. It was and, boring. Yeah, it was very boring. And then there's like the talk of uh, Russell Wilson was rehabbing for like 19 hours a day. I hate stuff like that. Dude, bullshit. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. You, you slept five hours. Yep. Well, part of it was, hey, I was reading about it. I saw it on Twitter that he was doing it while he slept, that he had like a like something hooked up to it, maybe his finger that was working it out or something. So what, it was just pulsating his finger? Regardless of like, yeah, there's going to be some times when you're sleeping, you're pooping, you're, you know, do it, you're driving, <laughs> you're working at the facilities, whatever. Like, get out of here with that, like, oh, 19 hours. Yeah. My finger was getting worked 19 hours a day. Congratulations. Ready to, to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was a Congrats boring on the game. Sex. To watch. And one thing, like, the reason why I really struggled to watch this game is because I woke up Sunday morning. I don't watch, like, the pregame shows, but I do. I hop on Twitter. I see what people are talking about. And everyone was talking about the snow at Lambeau Field. Like, oh, my God, it's snowing at Lambeau. Mm -hmm. And then you turn that game on, and there's no snow on the goddamn field. (laughs) And that should be illegal. If you put a stadium in Wisconsin... You should expect snow on it. I know they have the heaters, the huge tarp thing, all that business. It's stupid. If it's snowing in Wisconsin, leave the snow on the field. I want to see it. Don't get me excited for a snow game and then show me a green field of grass. Yeah, the only people that are playing in snow are the fans. Right. That's baloney. Why don't you mm-hmm. just put a whole tarp over the f- yeah. this stadium? That's, That's called what's a wrong dome. With football today. These players are soft. Little yeah. heated fields. Back in my day, we played in the snow. <laughs> right? But I do. I, it really it bothered Heated me. Field wasn't even a thing. Mm-hmm. That's all new. That's all right. in the last ten years. I know more twenty, but um, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I I think it's something that don't get me excited about it. That's like, yeah, you know, the weathermen. When I was a teacher, they'd be like, "Oh my God, we're gonna get like six feet of snow," and I'm like, "I'm not having school tomorrow. I'm gonna go out and get drunk with my friends." <laughs> <laughs> and then boom, no snow. That's what it was like. It, it was a huge letdown uh, for both the Seahawks and for, I think, anybody watching that game. You all heard that correctly, but let's just keep rolling. Yes, it is what it is. <laughs> there is school. 
Shit. <laughs> Get it together. Get it it's together. Three. It's three a.m. <laughs> Cold shower. Cold There's shower. No snow. Uh, at, I mean, at that point with that game in Lambeau, if the field's heated, like you'd much rather just lay on the ground where it's going to be warmer. Yeah, like, pff, I'm done playing. Feet are fine. Feet the moment I get hot. hit, I'm tackled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just boom down. Yeah, and I did see you know a lot of people questioning with Russell Wilson, did the cold weather probably affect his hand? Uh, and to that, I say, no fucking shit, it affected his <laughs> hand. Have you ever tried to do anything in the cold with your hands? There's no feeling there. I tried to play basketball with my daughters on Friday afternoon. It's too cold. We were out there for like 20 minutes. I'm like, hey. Hands are cold. It's starting to hurt. Like, I'm going in. Yeah. And so for Russell Wilson, yeah, playing football in the cold when you have a surgically repaired finger, yeah, it's going to be When uh, there was a rod in your finger and they took it out. Like, that was the thing that really got me was like, wait, they had a legit rod inside this finger and this dude's finger. Mm -hmm. And then they just took it out and go, you're good to play. Yeah. Go grab a football and launch it 50 times. (laughs) You know what? But first, make a video telling everybody that you're good to play. (laughs) Where the Seahawks are like, man, you're not. Like, we wanted to give you another week. (laughs) Or like, hey, we were kind of trying to keep that under wraps uh, for a while. I mean, even though, back to what we were talking about with the Browns, you might have a guy like Russell Wilson who's available. In Cleveland, probably not his top landing spot. (laughs) But, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he's used to playing in the cold. Maybe you can convince him to go to Cleveland. (laughs) But, like, I'm taking my swing at one of those quarterbacks before I'm even talking to Baker Mayfield about a contract (laughs) extension. I'm just – I'm making sure. Guys who have won a Super Bowl, guys that kind of want to go to one. Yeah. Take the ones that have won. But there's got to be other quarterbacks out there. Um, We did find out this weekend, or at least I did, uh, Mike White ain't it. <laughs> there, we were talking a lot about Mike White. Well, uh, it was dumb. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> uh, I think I even said, it's like, you know what? It's kind of like a joke. It's fun to see. We'll see what happens with him, if he can be good or not. This is a good test against Buffalo. He threw four interceptions. Goes 24-44. Did throw for 250 yards. He also got replaced by Joe Flacco. So I think the Mike White experiment see, is done. That's what's wrong with the Jets. You can't throw a quarterback out there, have them throw four interceptions and go, you're not it. Tom Brady's thrown four interceptions in a game. I mean, have the Jets ever— So you ever, think you leave him in there? Well, yeah. He's clearly not the guy of the future, but then you're going to throw in Joe Flacco? Who freaking cares about Joe Flacco? It's not like he's coming in and the team's like, let's rally around this guy. You're already getting your ass kicked by yeah. Buffalo. With Mike White, just let him learn as he goes. Yeah. I mean, the, the Jets did score 14 points. In I mean, I throw quarter, four though. interceptions in Madden all the time. Still lead my team to a victory. All, all hey, I need is that Still chance. the starter next week. <laughs> Absolutely. They tried to bench me. I said, nope, uh, override. I'm not even hurt. Uh, I'm the commissioner of this league. <laughs> yeah. I, I did think that this was a good win for the Bills, and I think that's one that we talked about. You know, coming off that loss to the Jaguars, that this would probably be a refocus game, and it very much was. Uh, Josh Allen throws for 366 yards. And two touchdowns. And I, the crazy thing about Buffalo is they're doing it without a run game. Like, there's not even really a threat from these running backs. Yeah. Um, Zach Moss didn't play. It was all Devin Singletary. Yeah. It, well, Zach Moss played a little bit. But he got one touchdown. But even it was like he just rushed 27 yards. I thought he was out. Mm-mm. It pretty much was. That's bad fantasy advice from a guy, JP. I'm sure he's listening. He told me to go pick up Devin Singletary because Zach Moss has been injured. Was great advice because I got 11 points from him. Now, Devin Singletary did score a touchdown. Yeah. 
It looked like, I mean, they just spread the ball around. And, you know, guys like Emmanuel Sanders, Isaiah McKinney take a couple carries. Uh, this was another great game for Stephon Diggs. Honestly, I didn't realize he had such a day because it, it's it's against the Jets. So, like, maybe <laughs> we, like, don't praise him too much. But eight catches, 162 yards, and a touchdown uh, on 13 targets. Hey, he looked really good yesterday. Too, what about this Gabriel game. Davis? Three for three for 105? Yeah. Three targets, three receptions? I think that this is just Buffalo. You know, we talk about there's maybe not a, a great team in the AFC. I think the Buffalo Bills have just had a couple losses. Like, yeah. you shouldn't have lost to the Steelers. You should not have lost to the Jaguars. The loss to the Titans, that one's okay. Yeah. Like, I, I, what, are you, what are you supposed to do with that? That was a, they, they a real tough really stretch well. that they had, and they beat every team that they faced yeah. in Tennessee. Yeah, so I, I think the Bills do still look really good. Um, another team that I, I wanted to talk about um, is the Chargers. And what do we think about the Chargers right now? Because they were a team that not too long ago looked like they were going to run the AFC West. Yeah. And that they were going to be a, you know, maybe a Super Bowl contender. Now you look at them, they're sitting there at 5-4, and four and they lose to the Vikings this weekend, who's another team that I just probably don't think is very good. They've dropped three of their last four games now. Ravens and Patriots were two of them. Those are probably two good teams. But if you're going to be a good team, you have to beat good teams. They barely beat the Eagles, and then they lose um, on Sunday to the Vikings. I just don't know about this team anymore. I, I was pretty excited about them at the beginning of the year, but not so much anymore. I just I don't even know what it is. Like It's like they just get lost on defense at times and allow crazy plays to happen, and like that's pretty much what happened for the Vikings this weekend um, on some of their touchdowns, or at least one of them here to Conklin that I'm looking at honestly right now. But it's, it's just kind of one of those deals where this is just who the Chargers have always been. If they get you excited, you're ready yeah. to roll, and then they just let you down. Now, yep. here in the next couple of weeks, I'm sure they're going to pop back off and everyone's going to go, okay, hey, this is a team to look out for because they're going to be really good. They have the next matchup against Pittsburgh, at Denver, at Cincinnati, the Giants, and then KC heading into December. But even then, like you look at these next couple games like you read off, like they'll probably they might beat the Steelers. We'll see. The Steelers have actually been better than I thought. They need to beat the Steelers. They'll probably beat the Broncos. They might beat the Bengals. Probably beat the Giants. And then we'll be back on like they could be sitting there like nine and four going into Kansas City. Yeah. And it's back to that hype. But honestly, it's like who have you beat? And their schedule's so weak that they might actually still be a playoff team. I mean, really though, because like with Kansas City, they get Kansas City at home, so that's in L.A. And then they go Houston, Denver, Vegas. Mm-hmm. Vegas is just completely falling apart right now. Like Kansas yeah, City just ended their, their hope for the rest of the season, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, and also with Justin Herbert, you know, I, I tweeted it out there yesterday from my account, but it was a question that we asked on Mike Up of like, if you could start a franchise with any quarterback in the NFL other than Patrick Mahomes, who would it be? A lot of people were putting Justin Herbert out there. And I think that uh, that was fair at the time to put him up there in the discussion. I do wonder now, looking back at it, and I know that it's something that we talked about before of, like, would you even take Justin Herbert over a guy like Joe Burrow? And I, I think that a couple games into this season now, uh, it's kind of cool to revisit it. I, I think it's more neck and neck now than it used to be. Yeah. Uh, uh, Preseason-wise, I think all of us would have said Justin Herbert. But I do think that Joe Burrow, uh, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, there's a lot of guys that are fighting right there in it when it did seem like Justin Herbert was the, the very obvious answer before. Would you change your answer right now from Herbert? I'd that probably was go mine. Josh Allen. 
you wouldn't. I I tried to look. I don't think I answered the question, but um, so I don't know. At the time, I might have taken Josh, uh, Justin Herbert, but for right now, I'd take Josh Allen if I could. And again, that's if I could start a franchise with any quarterback other than Patrick Mahomes. Yes, and you know a lot of that is the youth the, of a guy like Josh Allen. He's yep. still so young, and I think he could be the MVP this year. I would honestly consider Lamar Jackson. And that might be a shot coming from me. Yeah, that's a total 180 from yeah. you. But he's just developed real nice. You're I like gonna be it. the kiss of death on Lamar Jackson. Now you're gonna come around on Lamar Jackson and he's now he's gonna start playing bad. Probably. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Yeah, I just apologize <laughs> I'm to all of sorry Ravens fans. Very much in advance. Well, you definitely owe the Ravens an apology. Uh, we'll see what happens for the rest of the season, though. Well, let's get to our last sponsors here, Club 609. Definitely check them out if you haven't before. If you're in Joplin and you haven't been to Club 609, I don't know what you're waiting for. Um, if you're within like a 50-mile radius and you haven't been there, I don't know what you're waiting for. Go check them out. Some of the best drink specials I've ever had and very delicious drinks, too. Definitely worth the price. And they're two for ones at Club 609 from 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock, Monday through Friday. And that special 11 a.m. until 8 p.m., happy hour on Saturdays. Yep, and if you're in the Joplin area and you're not taking your vehicle to Downtown Lube, well, let me tell you what, you are messing up. That's what's up there. So, downtownlube.com, be sure to visit them for their full list of services. They are more than just tires and lube. Also, be sure to just check out their website, again, downtownlube.com, for their full list of services. And give call, give Mark Getter a call. And don't even, just give all the respect to Kansas because they're a football school now. They're so much better than Texas. Did you lose a bet? Yeah. Did you? For real? A moral one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're with the way that I you're... just yeah, I just I talked a lot of smack on Kansas. Do you and feel I a not... little bit responsible for the loss? Cause you have no idea. <laughs> Texas lost to Kansas in football. Yep. And um I don't want to put this on you, but I do feel like you are partly responsible. I feel that blame. I, I deserve I that. like I don't know. My feelings on like religion uh, are kind of like they go either way. I could be convinced. It depends on the day. Mm -hmm. But I am a firm believer in karma. Yep. And I don't even mean like jokingly. I feel like this is a lot your fault. <laughs> the more that I talk about it, because you talked so much shit on Kansas to Mark and Kansas football that Texas got their ass beat. But I don't feel like I was the only one. Was I very vocal about it and a platform to do so and took advantage of that? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Did karma strike hey, back? Sucks. Yes, sir. I'm the innocent one sitting back here who really hasn't said anything about Kansas football. And then I have to deal with the text messages, <laughs> the phone calls, uh, to where I'm like, hey, I, I didn't say it. <laughs> yeah, it is all me. Yeah, yeah. And you are dealing with the repercussions of that. But it would be like, uh, that's you just guys, a glass shattering moment yeah. for me, so I'm sorry. I get the Texas fucking sucks text. And we I'm know, Mark. We know they suck. Just trying to, uh, you know, move the conversation elsewhere and be like, no, like, we're a basketball school. I don't, I don't care. And then and, when I finally get that conversation moved to Texas as a basketball school, that's when I try to swoop in and be like, don't care. I'm a Duke fan. <laughs> And that doesn't work either. No, because I mean Texas. I mean, just Saturday night was uh, was a bad time to be. You a expect Texas to fan. lose to Gonzaga, not like that. You still expect to lose to Gonzaga, though. Yeah. So even like the basketball one, eh, it was whatever. The football one is just straight up embarrassing. 
And it wasn't even like they were playing in Lawrence. It was in Texas. And like, it, how do you rally from that as a team, as that, a coaching yeah, staff? I've actually had a couple people in my DMs asking me about it. And it, even like with the with all due respect, <laughs> what's happening at Texas? I mean, it's really it's not looking good there. It not to be like an I told you so guy, but there were so many people telling me that this Sarkeesian hire was going to be fantastic. And I questioned it. It's like, okay, he was a really good assistant. I watched him almost kill a program at USC before. So, I don't know. We'll see. I, I know that it's off to a very bad start. I mean, would Tom Herman have been this bad this season? Uh, I don't think so. Probably not. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't think that he would have been. Uh, maybe he was not a great person. I know that he had some run-ins and some interactions with people on Twitter, but... I mean, in typical Texas fashion, you maybe moved on from a coach too soon. Yeah. You know, with Charlie Strong, it might have been too soon. With Tom Herman, it might have been too soon. Like, maybe this year he would have been like, you know what? I am going to run the ball with B. Sean Robinson. Yeah. That does sound like a good idea. <laughs> uh, but I don't I don't know. And now with Sarkeesian, it looks really bad. Uh, I mean, they're fighting for a bowl now. Yeah. And I saw on Twitter somebody said that this is the worst – decade of texas football ever and we're living it right now since like uh 2010 2011 this is the worst decade of texas football that's 100 percent correct it wasn't even like an opinion it was here's the the stats to back it up here are all the losses that they've had so it was i mean it's very much a fact and, and it was tough and then you know when you add on the fact that taylor swift re-releases one of her <laughs> best heartbreak albums uh, it's just me sitting there on a Saturday night being like this. I don't even know why I like sports anymore. <laughs> Taylor Swift is really good, but why sports? I don't know if you dove into the Red album. I haven't. No, honestly, I just I haven't. I don't even want to relive those those feelings. Oh, it does bring them back. I too, finally, I finally am at a spot where it's like I don't even you know care. What? I'm not even mad anymore. I've just accepted the <laughs> fact of like piece of shit relationship toxic i'm Didn't gonna work go out. ahead and suggest you don't listen to I, it i know and as this soon is as this you... maturity in me of like <laughs> don't think about it anymore yeah. i'm not like what could i have done better Bitch, i did everything i could here's another tip for you i guess we're just gonna have a relationship after yeah <laughs> after you upload this video to youtube get off youtube <laughs> because she released a 10 uh, no it's longer than she released the 10 minute version of all too well uh-huh which is fantastic the more I listen to it, which is about 13 times this weekend. Damn. Um, but, uh, those are rookie numbers. That's a lot. It's been more than that. Uh, but He's she also, got three hours of Taylor yeah. Swift. It's a 10-minute song. So yeah. Like, yeah I've, 13. I do the math there. I've pumped in more than 100 minutes of Taylor Swift this weekend. She's making so much money. And this, But like I was saying, she also released like a – it's not even a music video. It's a short film over this song mm -hmm. you just gonna want to go ahead and not watch that one hang it <laughs> is this the one that blake lively directed no and so there's another one that she dropped this morning oh shit if you're not catching on big taylor swift fans here <laughs> yeah <laughs> not want to deal with heartbreak though but man it i kind of feel for jake gyllenhaal dude he's getting murdered on social media yeah but here's the thing that i want all the other swifties to realize if it's not for Jake Gyllenhaal, we don't get this album. You don't get the 10 minutes of All Too Well. You get, ah, life's pretty good. Like, if she would have married Jake Gyllenhaal, phew, career's over. 
<laughs> yeah. like she doesn't write any of those other songs. You yeah, know, we miss we don't out get on a lot of Taylor other cool anymore. albums. We get so, I'm happy living the best life. In we a don't really, care. really weird way. Thanks, Jake. Yeah, appreciate you. <laughs> you, you got us here. It but does have to suck for him. There though. is this thing on there's trend on uh, TikTok where girls are like, don't date a guy whose name starts with J. They're all toxic. They're all bad. Like, uh-huh. don't date a J name. There she was. That's what Taylor did. That's where Taylor messed up. She dated a guy whose name started uh-huh. with J. Yeah, I feel like she's probably getting the better of it now. It's 100%. been ten years, so I don't. Is she even dating anybody though? Yeah, I think she has. I know. I'm saying like, ah, I think she's. I know. Like I joke about. I've never <laughs> seen keeping up with thing. the Kardashians. <laughs> I know what Taylor Swift is doing. She is in a serious relationship with a, an actor from Europe. I don't know what part he's from, but they. Yeah, she's in a. That's why part of her last album, there's a lot of talk of being in like London and spending time ah. there. So this is segment three where we keep up with what Taylor Swift is doing in the world. And she was like, she was on Saturday Night Live, but it was it was a good weekend for her. Not a great weekend for Jake Gyllenhaal though. Uh, but let's let's get into more weird, just random things that happened in the NFL this weekend because I also have a gripe with other things that are going on. And that's this roughing the passer bullshit that's happening in the NFL. Uh, I know it's hard to believe by looking at me now. I used to play (laughs) a little quarterback back in the day. So I can sympathize with like the, hey, don't hit the quarterback stuff. It's getting ridiculous. Boy, is it. Because now it's not so much about you can't hit the quarterback. It's you can't touch the quarterback. No matter how quickly the ball's left their hand. Yeah, like that's a, like if the ball left their hand, it was two steps. If you have to, if you take more than two steps and still hit the quarterback, it's roughing the passer. Mm-hmm. Now it's you take one step and touch them, or, or your helmet touches them. I think it was maybe Lamar Jackson who got hit. I can't even the word hit is wrong. That's it. Yeah, that's not what happened. Uh, got touched on the back of his like his nameplate, and it looked like it might have been his helmet, and they threw a flag. Like Lamar Jackson doesn't even fall to the ground. Yeah, like he probably barely even knows that somebody touched him, but it was flagged for roughing the passer. I mean, it's getting out of hand. There's a lot of people who are pissed off at the taunting rules. Mm-hmm. Let's take that attention. Let's put it towards the roughing the quarterback stuff. Like, I'm not saying that you should just get a clear hit on a quarterback, but there are so many times when the guy barely even gets touched and they're throwing the flag, and that's a 15-yard penalty. And it's really like, I don't know that it's, greatly affected games yet but it's just stupid i mean it's starting to feel that way with i think it actually did because there was a roughing the passer call that kept a team on the field and they were eventually able to go down and score and it helped put the game away i don't remember what game it was but i do remember seeing people complain about it on twitter yesterday so it's just a situation of it's just another opportunity for refs to take the the game in their hands and alter who wins mm-hmm. and like the whole roughing the passer situation the same thing with uh, the taunting rules, it's just like that deal of why do they get so much power over the game? Yeah. Like, why do players have to spend so much time thinking of, can I do this, can I not do that? Now, some of the rules have needed to be there and have needed to be put in place for the player safety moving forward of the game. I get that. But, like, this, quarterback's playing football too. Mm-hmm. If not, take them out of pads and put flags on and just say, like, if you get in this zone, boom, they're sacked. Yeah. I, I don't know. I honestly, I don't know what to do with it because it is. It's so ridiculous. As a defender, I don't know how you go about trying to tackle the quarterback. 
because yeah, I think you can't it, even throw them down because right. then if they hit their head, it's like, well, that was too aggressive. Or you'll see guys that like they'll throw a flag if you land on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's like, what did you want me to do? It, it's hard. almost like they don't want you to wrap up, but at the same time, you can't put a shoulder into them. Yeah, they don't want you driving them into the ground. That's what you're taught with every single tackle. Yeah. But with quarterbacks, it's like just hit them and fall. Well, then quarterbacks are going, well, I'm not going to go down that easy. I'm going to escape this tackle. And then they score. And it's just and like, there's wow. still guys like Josh Allen and Cam Newton in the league. Yes. Not everyone's Kyler Murray. Where it's <laughs> like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to wrap him up and hold him here until you call him down. Mm-hmm. You can't do that with Josh Allen. Yeah. You've got to hit him or he's not going down. Yep. So it is. It's stupid. And like I said, I know a lot of people are fed up with like the taunting rules. I'm fed up with the roughing the passer rules. It it's so ridiculous that even you know I've watched games before where the defender will put his hands up to like deflect the ball, and if it gets too close to that helmet, they're throwing a flag. I mean, we've seen that in the playoffs with Chris Jones and Tom Brady. Yeah, where it's like you just come down over the top and you hit the head, and it's like roughing the passer. Mm-hmm. That's a bullshit call. Yeah, so maybe take all this attention. Like you said, everybody's pissed off about taunting. And to that, I say the coaches wanted it. The league said, okay, we'll do it. So I'm done with that. I don't even really care anymore. But take all that energy and look at this roughing the passer stuff Mm because it's stupid. It's annoying to watch. And that's even when it happens to my team. Uh, Patrick Mahomes probably gets a couple more calls than the average quarterback. I don't know if he's like, you know, that LeBron – level to where he gets all the calls it, i'm also biased because i really like patrick Mahomes. i feel like he avoids those type of situations yeah like, like most he's of the either he's getting, getting rid of the ball that or he's just getting mauled back there and it's like well man that's just your offensive line being like, bad or with the titans when he got kneed in the head i don't think that was a penalty uh uh-uh. no they didn't yeah so i mean i i don't think that he gets a lot of those calls but you know even if you know, somebody like was running by and accidentally touched his helmet. I wouldn't be like, "Oh my God, that's roughing the pass." Yeah, because it is. It's stupid. I'm it? sure there are some people who are listening, like, "Oh my God, yeah, he's gotten this call and that call." And it's like, okay, he's well, getting a lot they of haters now. He really, and I think a lot of it's because of his <laughs> brother. <laughs> yeah, yep. The, those family members. Yeah, um, a lot of people word. hate that's them. That's what I was looking for. The family members. A lot of people hate them, and I do think that that bleeds over into Patrick Holmes. We were. We were at a Chiefs event not too long ago, and people were voicing their opinion about those family members. As Chiefs fans, I was fans, like, oh, my yeah. God, I <laughs> I didn't know. I, yeah. Well, I think we're kind of biased in a way because we've met them. And we right. know how good of people they actually are. And it's like they just get caught up in the moment. And mm-hmm. the person that they dearly love is one of the best players in the NFL, yeah. and they're not taking yeah. shit from nobody. Yeah. Sorry that they get a little annoying watching their man out there killing it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I get pretty excited about it when I watch games, like, too. The, when he had that left-handed pass, I it was on Twitter, of course, and that was the first tweet I saw. And it was like, go ahead with the left hand from, I, like, Brittany. And it was just like, shit, okay. I missed it. I don't know if I wasn't watching or if I just wasn't paying attention. And I wasn't really listening to the game because I was trying to write at the mm-hmm. same time. I missed it until this morning. Yeah, I missed the, the touchdown to Noah Gray. Oh, yeah. His first touchdown. I mm-hmm. completely missed it. I saw also, that. Also, the arm sleeve for him on one arm. Keep doing that, bub. That's a I good saw look. it go to 83, and I kind of forgot who he was. I was like, who the – oh, my God. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah, because I was excited about him in the draft Yeah, uh, too. But I, I saw some other games as well. And, of course, that, that Seattle game against the Packers. Aaron Rodgers throws an interception. And surprisingly enough, it goes to Jamal Adams, a guy that is accused a lot of not getting interceptions. Yeah. 
And I saw on Twitter, I think it's called like NFL memes, which I've been seeing a lot of their stuff lately. I need to go follow them. They put up a graphic congratulating Jamal Adams for tying the most career uh, touchdowns with Vince Wilfork. He has three interceptions in his career. Vince does? Vince Wilfork and Jamal Adams each have three interceptions. That's not good for Jamal, but that's very impressive for Vince. <laughs> right. Who <laughs> had a long career. So, like, that's cool for him. Like, that just goes to show three can be very little or it can be a lot. I thought it was the a situation. joke. Like, I saw their account and I was like, ah, this is probably not real. They have almost a million followers, though. Jesus. And it did. It said Jamal Adams gets his third career interception. And I thought, that's not real. I'm going to go look it up. I want to see if it's real. Sure enough. It was very real. And two of those are with Seattle. Or all three with Seattle. I'm not sure. I don't remember him having any as a New York Jet. I think he probably, surely he had one as a Jet. But the tweet actually reads, congratulations to Jamal Adams on tying Vince Wilfork with three career (laughs) interceptions. And it is a fantastic photo of Vince Wilfork, by the way. My goodness, that is a massive man. He's huge. He was one of my like favorite players to watch. I, I take it back. He got one his second year as a Jet, another one his last year as a Jet, and then this one as a Seattle Seahawks. So this is his first interception as a Seahawk. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the highest paid safeties, or is he, he is the highest paid safety in the NFL. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. And now, like, numbers with interceptions doesn't always Everyone's tell the full like, well, story. Everyone's going to be like, look at the sacks, man. Look at the sacks. He's got 21 <laughs> career sacks. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> that is, especially for a safety. <laughs> I mean, you almost just have to start calling him a linebacker. I think if maybe they listed him at linebacker, more people would like him. Yeah, and the thing is, he hasn't had a single sack this season. Only one interception? Nope. No yeah, sacks? Yep. One interception, no sacks. Three tackles for loss, two QB hits, and 66 total tackles. Yeah. And another thing that happened this weekend that I saw people overreacting to on Twitter – uh, was the Teddy Bridgewater video. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't watching that game, but I saw the clip. And I thought it was, I assumed it was probably an interception, but it was a, a fumble. And the other team oh, recovers I definitely thought it. it was an interception. Too. Yeah, I just assumed, like, <laughs> oh, okay, the other team has the ball. That's probably a Teddy Bridgewater yep. fumble. <laughs> um, it was, or sorry, interception. It was a fumble. The Eagles recover it, and they're running it back. And a lot of people were jumping on Teddy Bridgewater for his lack of effort. And, like, man, you got to try to make a play there. And I'll tell you, I don't want my quarterback doing it. No. I don't care. I don't care if it stops a touchdown. I think your quarterback is so much, so important to your team that you can't have them out there trying to make tackles. Like, look at the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield even. You know, or even if it is uh, Teddy Bridgewater, I don't care. Yeah. Get your ass to the sideline. I mean, if it's Mike White for the Jets, like, you throw an interception. Uh Just get out of the way. Don't try yeah. and go and make a tackle and get blind, like blocked blindsidely mm-hmm. and knock, get your ass knocked out. Or, you know, you see guys like Phillip Rivers and Joe Burrow uh, that throw interceptions. They go and they try to make a tackle, and it's like, oh, my God, I'm flailing. I don't know how to yep. do this. What if that results in a torn ACL? Or a broken neck. Have you seen the show Friday Night Lights? That's exactly <laughs> how that show starts. That's, I've a, seen... that's a whole storyline of that movie or show, and it was just like, why? Like, just let this guy be good. Three episodes is how much I've seen of Friday Night Lights. That's about all you need to see. Two and a half. I didn't make it to the Broken Neck one, so maybe next time say spoiler It is a good show, but. Is it, though? 
I mean, the more you bring it up, I do realize how dramatic it is, but I still like the show. <laughs> a lot of people do. It's I more think of I'm like the, the realism of this actually wouldn't be a starting quarterback in Texas for this school. Oh, that's the worst part of that storyline. Yeah. Is it the star quarterback gets hurt and they're like, oh my gosh, look at this little bookworm who's going to come in and play for us. Yeah. No. The backup in Texas is like a freshman Patrick Mahomes. Who's also a three-star quarterback <laughs> yeah. with a couple offers. Right. And it's already been, especially for like in this story, they're a powerhouse high school. Yes. Yeah. They've they're got like some the kids. Waiting. high school. Or, you know, they've probably got a junior on roster that's already got scholarship and offers. then they have a kid who comes in who's actually is a good quarterback and probably should be the starter and are like mm-hmm. no nah, we're rolling with the other kid yeah it's like or the backup is like you know he could start it you know every other team in the district <laughs> yeah but he's here as a backup because he loves the program <laughs> get out of here yeah so that that's a, a bad storyline to watch but it with friday night lights i don't i'm not a fan i'm also not a fan of quarterbacks trying to make tackles almost ever yeah, uh, but the Eagles did look pretty good yesterday. We didn't really talk about them. No, I mean they didn't look bad. I saw a lot of talks of who was it, uh, Jim Nagy, uh, you know the guy that's over the Senior Bowl in Mobile. Absolutely love that. Appreciate him as well. But he mentioned like, hey, there's not a quarterback in this class that's going to be better than mm-hmm. um, Jalen Hurts and what his development's been this year. And I saw Matt, uh, you know, retweet and kind of give his input as well with it. But I mean, it's the truth. And you're the Eagles. You're watching this kind of develop right in front of you Mm -hmm. and he has gotten better each week i shouldn't say each week but he's gotten better as the season has gone on and that's what you want to see as from a young quarterback who's kind of starting to take over with a new coach and everything yeah he was a second round pick and everybody knew he's gonna need some work in the passing game yes so like what saban wanted him to be a running back right and he's like nah I'm a quarterback. Yeah, I'm still going to try this. I'm going to go to Oklahoma for a year. <laughs> yeah. It looked really good, but even then, you still knew. This is a guy who's going to need some work uh, throwing the ball, reading defenses, all of it. They, the Eagles have the number five overall pick as of right now. I I still I, I agree with Nagy. Uh, who are you going to take that's better than him right now? Yeah. I, I don't know that there is a, a guy out there that is. You know, Even a Malik Willis, that's who I have him comp to is Jalen Hurts. I think they're very similar. And even with you know Jalen or Malik Willis, you're gonna have to sit him for a while. Or there's yeah. gonna be a learning curve. You're gonna have to restart the whole freaking mm-hmm. development process. And fans in Philadelphia, I think they're tired of being patient. They're tired of waiting. Yeah, they're tired of trusting any sort of process. Right I would now. build around Hertz with these picks that they have. Like I said, they have the number five overall pick, but they also have the number eleven overall pick, and um, the Colts' first round pick, which is at number fifteen right now. So three picks, top fifteen. And this is a bad quarterback class. It's pretty good everywhere else. Yeah. Except for maybe running back. Like, there's not a first-round running back in this class. But They don't like to run the freaking football with the running exactly. backs they have now anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, they've actually got pretty good running backs. But, I mean, if you can get some defenders to help this team, mm-hmm. and, like, that's what you're going to need when you look at Dallas. And, you know, you look at some of the weapons that New York has when they're healthy. And then you look at Washington and Terry McLaurin and, you know, Antonio Gibson. Like, you're going to – you need guys that are going to slow them down so that's where they need to build. And then you just have to go with Jalen Hurts and go, don't turn the football over and make some stuff happen. Yeah. And Easier then, said than done. but Right. Even in the second round, they have pick 43. So there's four picks in the top 45. It's not too bad there. <laughs> it's not too bad. It could be much worse. Uh, but that's um, that's pretty much it for the show today. <laughs> Like I said, it's like you were trying to determine, like, do I want to get into this? Do I not? Eh, that's it. There is the John Gruden stuff that's going around, but honestly, I don't know much about it. Yeah, like how much input can we really give? Yep, he is. He's suing the NFL. 
I think he might have a case. Yeah. Like, and that's the shitty part, too, because even with John Gruden, and I didn't know if I wanted to get into it or not, but here we are. Sorry. What he did was shitty, but he also might have a case against the NFL. Whereas, like, how are you going to investigate someone else who's shittier than me? Mm-hmm. You're both shitty people. Yeah. But then I'm the one that takes the fall for it? Yeah. And I think that a lot of people probably have the same opinion that it, it definitely seems that John Gruden was the fall guy. Yeah. And he might be successful in court that way. I'm not a lawyer. I just went to school for a long time. But that's <laughs> like I changed majors a couple times. And for several reasons. I went to a different state, and, and that hurt a little bit. So I was there for like 6 to 12 years. But I graduated. Not yeah. with a law degree, though. So uh, with John Gruden, I don't know. What did you graduate with? Uh, my BS in education. Oh, nice. Did you even know my major? I didn't know it was a BS. I'm just <laughs> yeah, kidding. Bachelor in Science. science. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> Look at us. I When I changed my major, I had a friend, and he was like, hey, man, I haven't seen you in any classes lately. He's like, oh, I changed my major, uh, so I'm not in that program or I'm not you know, going that direction anymore. He's like, what's your major now? I said, I'm majoring in education. He's like, no fucking shit, aren't we all? <laughs> I still remember the look on his face. I'm like, no shit, you dumbass. What's your, what, what's your major? <laughs> it's not fucking general studies. <laughs> right, but that's what he thought. Oh, I was like, man. no, like, I'm, I'm getting into uh, teaching. And he's like, that's stupid. Why would you do that? They don't make any money. So, yeah, I just... I'm going to try it out and see what it's like. It's the last time I ever talked to that guy. But that was my major. That's our show. Uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show, very excited to make the announcement. It's yep. official. Uh, go download that call-in app. Again, just go to your app store. I don't know how that other brand works. I have an iPhone, and I have since they came out. Yeah, I don't either. Just download the call-in app. Again, it's C-A-L-L-I-N, the call-in app. We'll be doing the show live from there every day. I believe we're going to be starting it here very, very soon. Uh, we're excited about it. Thank you to Colin for joining us as well as we continue to grow the show. It's been awesome. I know I ended this, the show Friday with the, the announcement of the announcement, but it is great to officially get to. You didn't even to. tell me you were going to. I didn't. This you was went a surprise. full like. Did you? Uh, I left the last clip of the YouTube in as well of me getting up and turning off the camera. I was like, I'm sorry. I forgot you hate that. And you're like, yeah. Why'd you do it? <laughs> I didn't see that. I left part. that in there. A <laughs> uh, couple of my pet peeves announcing an announcement. Yep. So if you have something to tell me, just tell me. Don't send me a message. <laughs> hey, need to tell you something later. Just fucking tell oh me now. Oh my God. If you take the time to text me, I have something to tell you later. Just fucking tell me in the text. And I'm not going to be the guy to ask. <laughs> you are not. You're I'm just not. like, that's cool, dude. I will wait until, like, hey, got some. Something big to tell you. Okay, I'll wait until you text me. Not going to be like, cool, what is it? Yeah. I will wait. So I That's don't why wait. I send the what is it. Just tell me now. Like, don't have me sit here guessing it because then I'm going to build up these very high expectations like I do with <laughs> everything else in my life, and you're going to under-deliver, and I'm going to be like, Chick-fil-A was awesome today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. So that's one of mine, and you did it. You snuck it in on Friday. You announced yeah. the announcement. And the other one is asking me if you can ask me a question. I hate when people yeah. message me, and this happens on Twitter all the time. Like, I didn't even know this was a pet peeve of mine until Twitter is when people will message me and say, hey, can I ask you a question? Y'all are lucky that I'm a really nice guy because what I want to do is you can ask me one question 
but you just used it. Sorry about you. <laughs> Not answering it. Show's over. That's it for us today. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs>